The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, and with me this week is Aaron Mills. Hey, hello. One of these days, we'll get all three of us here at the same time. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, and it's been a couple of weeks since since one of these has been put out, or a new one has been put out, because last week I was on my way back from Chicago, having, having seen Becky for Valentine's, and also had a really good Pokemon Go community day, too. So... Uh, but but it was fun and I've proven I can drive like over 11 hours but I was also in a smaller vehicle and I had to stop more often for gas so it wasn't all in one go but still uh, fun times were had so how, how have you been Aaron since the last time you were on the show um, I'm fine uh, I am uh, I will be starting a new job on March 4th um, I'll be delivering shit for Amazon. Ooh. And for those of you who are about to start screaming how Amazon is evil, rest your sphincters. All right, I'm not working directly for Amazon. I'm working for a company that's contracted to deliver packages for them. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it. Yeah. And and even if you were working for, like, directly for Amazon, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, you take what you can get, right? Yep. Uh, so... That that I mean I've ran into a similar situation back when I lived in Wyoming, and I worked for Walmart. And one of my good friends is kind of anti Walmart, or at least she was more so at the time. And even she was like, "Yeah, you you got to do what you got to do. You know, work where you got to work." So, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, other things that have happened. Uh, starting to stream a little bit more often uh, now that I've got a good setup, and still waiting on a. Still waiting to get a new uh, desktop to give me a little bit more power, but 
I've got it okay for what I've got so far. I even did like a small shiny hunting stream the other day and caught my first on-stream shiny. <laughs> Which, hey, I I'm happy for that. It's um, interesting. My son has just recently gotten into Pokemon, so it's like... Oh, cool. As we speak, he's currently in his room binge-watching the series that they have on Netflix. So. Ooh, nice. Mm -hmm. I have I have yet to catch up on that particular anime. I don't think I've watched it often since The Orange Islands. Hmm. Which, which for those who don't know, that's a long ass time ago. <laughs> that's what second season, basically. Yeah, yeah, way back in the long, long ago. <laughs> I don't know. I'm ambivalent toward Pokemon in general, so yeah. Which yeah. I've seen some. I played a little bit of Pokemon Go. I don't get the appeal myself, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, not everybody does. Oh. And and before anybody decides, oh, it's because you're old. Let me let me let me set set out a thing for you here. My mother is 61 and she still plays Pokemon, so it's not an age thing. <laughs> nope. So just cut that off at the knees right there. Mm -hmm. uh, I've also started up a new podcast. The first episode of which should be going live Tuesday, so the evening after this goes live for everybody. Um, and it's. It's co-hosted by uh, Steve the Wicked and my good friend Violet, and we just sit around and we talk about sex. It's called The Junk Drawer, a frank discussion of sex, which that, yeah, I, I go I go from not having to introduce somebody with a mouthful to having a show with a mouthful for a title, <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Uh, you know, first episode, just just like, and, and I kind of unintentionally made it kind of thematic because it's first time everybody's first time is usually pretty awkward so and thus first episode of that show is going to be a little awkward but you know if it's the theme <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah and that one's going to be a bi-weekly uh podcast because uh steve has steve is only able to do it every other week so we're like all right we'll, we'll just do it there um and that can all that will be found on the if if you're looking for it on like iTunes or or wherever it's under the same it's under the same RTG podcast network that Thespian Talk is under if you look on like Anchor or, or wherever you should be able to find it under that um, and as well as older episodes of Thespian Talk going up as I've, I've kind of gotten behind in scheduling a few of them I'll probably try and do that before uh, this goes up um, because I know the next the next uh old episode that's supposed to go up is the first one that cat's on and that's <laughs> wow and that was way back in 2010 which which yeah it's that's wow uh i i can't go into nostalgia for the moment but that's okay uh mainly because i have trouble i have trouble remembering like most of the things i say on previous shows unless it makes like a big splash or if it or if it breaks somebody, or if I just type it down in the title or or, or on the doobly doo or whatever, so I'm I, I'm really hoping that at some point people will point out things like, oh yeah, there was this and that and this. I'm like, oh, I did say that. Oh shit, <laughs> well that was stupid of me. Uh, I mean, in fact, it was somebody leaving a review for uh, episode four with Obscurus Lupa that reminded me, oh yeah, that was a bit awkward. What the hell was wrong with me? <laughs> so. So I, I do kind of I do kind of rely on feedback, not just so 
you know, I can help improve the show and everything, but also to remind me what I've said or done. Because sometimes I forget. <laughs> uh. Uh, so is there anything new going on with you, Aaron, in terms of just things? But Well, well besides I mean, the new job. Meant, yeah. Yeah, besides the new job. Um, well, actually, we'll probably have to bring this up anyway. Uh, my schedule may be all over the place, so I may not be around as much for the for the podcast because of the new job. So we'll yeah. have to see where that goes. Okay. But otherwise, no, nothing really major or new. Okay. Uh, so so with that, let's go ahead and, I guess, quickest, I think that this is the quickest I've gotten to the shout-outs because, you know, in terms of, like, just regular big news or whatever, uh, we, you know, Kat and I spent the last two episodes talking about the whole Vic Mignogna thing, and, and it's like, I mean, me personally, I'm at a point where it's just like, can, can, can the other, can the pro Vic people just give it a rest, please? Just no, <laughs> I mean, no, they won't. Yeah, which which is sad, but but it's 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 in part because of fatigue on my end, and 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 bear in mind, I understand that my fatigue is nothing compared to the actual targets of harassment. You know, I I say this understanding that, but also all these people just they they just look really stupid. <laughs> I just gotta say, but you know. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Um, unless, unless you wanted to add in a couple of two cents, I know, I know you haven't been here for it. So if I've been following it online, but I have no horse in the race. So okay, um, I'm pretty sure that I would agree with what any with whatever you know you and Cat had to say on the subject. So yeah, okay. So, but I am not a modern anime fan. I don't care about Vic Mignogna in the slightest. He, and everything that seems to point to me is that he's a massive creep who deserves to lose his job. And, you know, yeah, just everything that I've heard is nothing good. And all the people who are defending him, I'm like, he's just a fucking voice actor, guys. Jesus Christ. He doesn't actually care about you. No. not Well, there might be some circumstances, but even then, that's not about you. It's about what you can do for him <clears throat> so yeah uh and and of course there's all the political bullshit going on and oh god if uh, I, don't, I don't think i have the time for it <laughs> uh, yeah it's just uh let's 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 just say if you keep if you keep track of of like especially me on social media or whatever whatever yeah you know what's going on yeah uh, but and and interestingly, our news story our news stories this week does have one political thing, but it's a positive one. So that's what I'm what I'm trying to get to doing more often. Uh, again, unless there's something like absolutely huge that needs to be discussed, um, that that overshadows a lot of the other major bullshit still going on. I'm gonna try and keep it as more positive a little bit here and there. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. But um, but Aaron, do you happen to have any shout-outs this week? Just so we can go ahead and head on over there. I hadn't really thought about it, so let's just get to the news. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, I hadn't either. <laughs> uh, so, uh, wh- oh, one thing before we head to the news. Um, you know, if you've noticed, like, the past couple of episodes, I've tried to put in the, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, sponsored, the sponsored ads file or whatever, that I can do through Anchor. I've been trying to put them in the middle, and it the, the same is going to be true for the uh, 
first episode of the new podcast, but they've been kind of awkwardly split in. So what we're, what's going to happen now is going to take a going to take a small break here. I'm actually noting it here. Going to get get some payment in there. Sponsored. There's a sponsored thing coming up, and then when we come back from that, we'll have the news. And not only that, it gives me a chance to actually edit a little bit better instead of having to go through. Oh wait, do I want to do it here? Do it here. <laughs> Oh, so so uh, listen to an ad. It, it'll help. Congratulations, Gomer, on figuring out what to do that every other podcast on the planet has known forever. Yeah, and here's the thing: it's it's in terms of setting a break. I've done actual break stuff on this show a long time ago. It's just you know I haven't done it since, and now I actually have a thing to do, and I got a little too out of practice for it. So, <laughs> but you know, hey, it'll. You know, we'll we'll adjust. We'll get better with it. <laughs> All right, I say we. I'm the one doing the editing. I'll get better at it. Uh, so so after a quick word, we'll go right into the news. And we are back. So now we're let's... back. Our topic today is men who love sheep and the women who won't wear wool. <laughs> yeah. Other. The, oh God. Which. There are so many there are so many countries I could pick on for that one, but I'm not going to. <laughs> At least not now. Uh, because it would be my luck. I would say, oh, you mean New Zealanders. And then everybody from New Zealand is like, no, that's fucking Wales. And everybody from Wales is like, no, that's New Zealand. And then somebody else would be like, no, that's Montana. Uh, you can't win with that one. And the simple fact is, nobody cares. Moving on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so our first our top story this week comes out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh boy, right here in the old hometown. Hooray. Yes. But I I promise this is a good one. And a surprisingly good one, too. Two Republican lawmakers proposed a ban on gay conversion therapy for minors in conservative Utah on Thursday, a plan that's been hailed as a milestone by advocates and won't be opposed by the influential Mormon church. Mm. Re- Republican Representative Dan McKay acknowledged he isn't a typical sponsor for such a measure, but he said it's an important way for to support LGBT youth amid an alarming spike in youth suicide. This is the Utah we want. This is the Utah we're all going to fight for for the rest of our time, so we deliver a place to you that you are welcome, he said. The plan would prohibit any treatment aimed at changing sexual orientation or gender identity, which has ranged from talk therapy to practices like electric shock. Therapists who practice it could lose their license. Could, should be, should, but, you know, semantics. Conversion therapy has been proven to be not effective and is particularly harmful to youth, said Republican Chief Sponsor Representative Craig Hall. The proposal comes during a national campaign to ban the practice, which is now outlawed in 15 states and the District of Columbia. There has been pushbacks with lawsuits challenging the bans as violating free speech and religious freedom rights. Appeals courts have upheld the ban so far, though a recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling on professional speech could give new life to the lawsuits, said Matt Staver with the Conservative Liberty Council. Uh, The article itself goes on to talk about Utah's history with conversion therapy, which, which, you you know, the links will be in the Discord channel for it, so you guys can read it at your leisure. But... I am actually honestly surprised that this was brought up and proposed by Republicans. The people who have stereotypically for the past at least decade have been against any kind of help for for LGBT youth or LGBT anybody. So Well, here's the interesting thing. Mm-hmm. 
Utah Republicans are not like Republicans everywhere else. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to give you a brief moment in church history. This is not, this is actual historical fact. Okay. Okay. Mormons have long been seen as not real Christians by a good chunk of the other company, country, of the other, the other factions of Christianity. Right. All right. They were literally forced out of each successive state they tried to settle in until they came out here where nobody wanted to live. Yeah, um, sounds as similar. a result, that's kind of led to a mindset that while Republicans in Utah tend to go along with Republican ideals and this state is absolutely terrified of not voting red in any national election. Mm-hmm. And while... The, problem, the thing is, is that what will happen in this case is that Utah Republicans in the state legislature will not necessarily ally with the National Republican Party, but instead whatever the church tells them is okay. Yeah. Now, you can talk about separation of church and state. Yes, theoretically, on paper, that happens. In practice, no. That's just the way it is. I have a friend who is in the state legislature. He is in the he is in the state senate. Mm-hmm. He ran as a, he ran as a Republican. I know where he stands on a lot of issues. And I asked him when I found that out. I said, "Why the hell would you run as a Republican?" His response was, "Because it's the only way I could get elected." Mm. All right. I will not identify him by name for fear of any of his constituents hearing this and getting pissed at him. Right. Um. But basically, and this is in the article as well, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, does not actively condemn the gay lifestyle. They don't say it's a sin. They don't say you're going to hell. But they are against... They're not against you being gay. They're against you having a gay relationship. So kind of love... The, hate the sin but love the sinner or am I other way around other yeah way around. same thing yeah. some something like that but basically yeah. you know so the fact that a republic two republican lawmakers provide this should not be surprising statistically there's more republicans than anything in the state legislature than okay. there always will be okay yeah but the fact that it's republican lawmakers in utah doing this it's like since the church has said love thy neighbor as far as the gay people gay community is concerned the lgbt community um and there is a very large um lgbt community here in salt lake yeah um strangely enough salt lake city has been named in several polls one of the most more gay friendly cities in the country yeah so just the wonderful contradiction that utah is so you know, this doesn't really surprise me. I'm glad we're doing it. I'm glad we were effectively proposing a ban on gay conversion therapy here in Utah. I know there's probably several people in the... I know there's probably several dozen people who aren't won't be happy about this, specifically in the Utah County and central Utah areas, because that's where the largest contingent of the really devout uh, members of the church who tend to lean more into the kind of stereotypes that you would associate with Republican ideals tend to live. Mm -hmm. But 
yeah, I'm, I'm glad this is happening. I'm just saying that it's not quite as surprising as you might think it is. At least not here. Not here and not to me. Right. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, real good. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I, I, it's a step in the right direction. I wish that the entire country would ban it. You know, and everybody, and it says, you know, the people saying, oh, it violates, you know, the bans violate free speech. It's like, no, you're you're actively harming somebody. And in the case of teenagers, you're likely coercing them into it against their will. And that also is infringing upon their right to be free and gay. Just remember the, what, the old adage, your right to swing your fist stops where my nose begins. There you go. Uh but for, but now, speaking of things going in, admittedly, this one is also a kind of a baby step in the right direction, but it it's a good direction. Out of Cocoa Beach, Florida. I've actually got family who lives somewhere in that general area. So hope so hopefully the ones that actually partake of marijuana will 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 hear this and be like, oh hey, you, yay, cool. I don't I, I, I words. Uh, Cocoa Beach city leaders are considering an ordinance that would make... Wait, possession- wait, 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 wait. I-words? Yes, what, I-words. co-opted vocabulary now? I guess. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, Cocoa Beach... Anyway. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Cocoa Beach city leaders are considering an ordinance that would make possession of small amounts of marijuana a city code violation. That change would, would, could mean a fine instead of an arrest for offenders. A local news reporter, Melanie Holt, spoke Thursday to Cocoa Beach Mayor, who said this would be another tool for officers. Mayor Ben Malik said this proposed ordinance would not remove officers' discretion to charge individuals if appropriate. Malik is asking commissioners to consider making small amounts of marijuana, specifically possessions of 20 grams or less, a city code violation. Because I think it's a low-level infraction, we just and we just don't need to put people in jail for a low-level infraction, Malik said. He said other counties and municipalities have already done this. I wonder if Jackson County has done this. Uh, our city attorney basically modeled our ordinance after the city of Tampa and the city of Orlando and several other counties, Malik said. I, I'm not surprised that Orlando and Tampa have, have done this already. I'm willing to bet Tampa did it first. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> some visitors um, some visitors from the news station spoke Thursday, spoke with Thursday, some visitors to the local news spoke with Thursday, I can read, I swear, thought such an ordinance was worth considering. With just a little amount, I don't think they should have a criminal record, said Cocoa Beach visitor Giselle Lopez. They, local news reached out to the city's police chief to see what he thought about the proposed ordinance, but they were told he first wanted commissioners to have an opportunity to discuss the issue. If this is what you get pulled over for and you have hard drugs and weapons and you're a felon, you're going to jail, Malik said. Or if you act like an idiot and disrespectful, you're going to jail. Under the proposed ordinance, possession of drug paraphernalia would also be a city code violation. So oh, there we go. So yeah. if you got a pipe, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you just well, you're pay getting a little... fine, but <laughs> yeah, it's better than spending time in jail and and having that go on your record. It's like oh, a fine, whatever, you know, you know, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, depending on depending on. Next how time, either it leave it at home or find a better place to hide it. Yeah. But again, it's a step in the right direction. You know, it's not jail time. I would rather it be fully legalized and be, you know, nobody get, you know, in any legal trouble for it at all. But, you know, we'll get there. And and I have to give uh, our new governor this credit 
because even he has questioned why people go after like people who smoke medical marijuana at least medical marijuana so i have to give him that credit even though i he's still a racist piece of shit but credit where it's due you know like look let's let despite what the internet tells you you can't just divide everybody into the good people and the evil people it, it doesn't work like that yeah people people are complicated creatures and they will have seemingly contradictory opinions on various things so. yeah so you know I'm an atheist. I just spent the last 10 minutes defending the Mormon church. What do you think from that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to talk now, and oh, wow. Now we go rather quickly up to Chicago. I was there last week. Oh, and we all heard of R. Kelly. And he was recently charged on Friday with multiple criminal counts of sexual abuse of a teenager, according to Chicago officials. And I consider this good news because they finally have, they're finally going, they're finally charging him. They're finally going to take him in. And, and, and with, with luck, there will be justice served. Because this, his, his, uh, his abuse has been pretty much an open secret. Has it not? Like, I'm. I wouldn't know. I don't follow hip-hop or rap or that whole area. So. Right. Right. Well, okay. But, I'm just um, amazed at this story. Actually, hmm? so the thing that blows my mind, it's like I've heard stuff here and there, but it's nothing that I follow on a regular basis. Although I am rather astonished to discover that he's 52. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly would have thought he was a little bit older, but hey. <laughs> uh, and, 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 um, yeah, the the big the big thing that helped get the renewed attention on it this year was the Lifetime docuseries Surviving R. Kelly that was released back in early January and got people talking, it got it and led to this. And so hopefully I, I don't know the updated one. This one was this one was posted by about Friday or Saturday. Uh, and we record on Sunday, so unless he's actually been arrested and put in jail for this or or actually, no. My 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 brain just reminded me. Oh yeah, I think he turned himself in. So he's actually he's going to he's going to the wall and he's facing up to his charges. So so hopefully that just like I said, justice should be served, especially with him turning himself in. So I I'm, I am all for that. Uh you know now now if that can be done for every other major, especially major especially white. Uh, uh, abuser that's in the big limelight then we could we could move on and progress from that but you know but we'll get there we better get there uh, I should say oh oh wow <laughs> so our our, our our next one um, oh, uh, other than I, I guess you don't, do you have anything to add to that one Aaron before not I really I don't I okay. really don't Okay, because I was about to just barrel on and be like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, so, all right, this one is out of El Paso. And a man verbally assailed a Texas woman for speaking Spanish with her mother at a Cracker Barrel last Friday. Uh, Jasmine Nolan of El Paso recorded the interaction with the unidentified man, posted it on her Facebook page. Nolan, who is bilingual, said she and her mother were having a conversation in Spanish, like you do, when the man told her, There's America, speak English. 
And that's when she hit the record button. <laughs> Why can't you speak English? He's heard telling her, Oh, I can. I can speak English and Spanish. I'm bilingual, and in this country, I can speak whatever language I want, Nolan responded, adding that the man is drinking a beer outside, and he's not supposed to be having an open container. Oops. So hopefully that got to, to somebody, and he got into a little bit of trouble for that one. Uh, the dude also mentioned that he is a veteran suffering from PTSD, whereas Nolan's husband is deployed with the military. Uh, okay, so. hang on before we continue. Mm -hmm. Let's okay. get this clear right the fuck now. Being a veteran is not a get out of bad behavior free card. I, yeah, you actually took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> because I agree. Okay, you may be suffering PTSD and we're very sympathetic, but that yes. doesn't preclude you from being an asshole. Exactly. A an asshole Don't be an asshole. asshole. It's that simple. Yeah. Especially if you're in a goddamn border town. Of course there's going to be bilingual. Jesus Christ. And unless you're fucking speaking Navajo or Creek or Shoshone or any other Native American language, mm -hmm. you ain't got a fucking leg to stand on. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Although I honestly wish, I, I kind of wish, if I had been, I, I do admit, if I had been this woman and her mother, well, if I had been this woman, I could have said, something to her mother to the mother in spanish and and just have just the 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 most pissed off sounding tone of voice and and just just to kind of get at this man a little bit and when he asked well what were you saying i was saying i was complimenting your shoes and if he knew enough spanish he could be like oh wait she was <laughs> or somebody somebody out there could be like he's just you know yeah i guess I would I would want to troll him a little bit, and since Cracker Barrel was the place, they they released their 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 statement saying, "Hey, you know, you know, we we prefer we we try to go for equal treatment, yada yada yada." You know, the same old same old. Even though honestly, it's not Cracker Barrel's fault that that guy was an asshole. It's just it happened to her be where it was. Uh, but but you know, I like. I, I do I do like it when people stand up to the the fucking bigots and and I really I really hope more people can I understand not everybody can but but the more people who do the more you know the more the bigots realize oh shit we can't be as bully as much of a bully as we want to be because because these people will bite back now granted that could also lead to escalation so your mileage may vary pick your fights yada 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 but because uh, not everything can just be simply ignored. So, sadly, uh, uh, do you do you have anything else to add on this one? Um, no, not really. Aside from stop being an asshole. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go now to Commerce, Georgia. Uh, when the local news first heard of Gwendolyn Eggard's story, she initially refused to talk about it on camera. She didn't see the big deal. But everyone else did. The 79-year-old fended off a burglar as he tried to get inside a Jackson County home. After noon on February 12th, a guard called 911 and shot at the 20-year-old suspect twice with her 38 and her 45 revolvers. She was able to fend him off until deputies arrived to arrest him. And that right there. I've, I've went on, and, and I'm pretty sure we all have went on at one point or another, about gun control, gun safety, and everything. This is an example of to me, of somebody doing it okay. She didn't 
you know, you know, so far as I've seen, you know, she, you know, yeah, she had to threaten him a bit with the gun, you know, trying to get him out of the house. But it's like, hey, you know what? Just, you know, that that that's an actual home thing. And what does she have? 38 and 45 revolvers. These aren't these big old Uzis or, or, or semi-automatic weapons or anything. They're just handguns, basically. So once the story was posted on social media, so many people said they were proud of her and said they would do the same thing. So we knew we just had to try again to see if she would talk. That's from the from the uh, uh, site, not not my wording. And she did, starting with what she said was the first thing she told the man who dared break into her home. I said, "Motherfucker, if you come any further, you're a dead son of a bitch." Agar says she heard a noise as she started her work and knew it wasn't normal. When you live alone a long time, you get good at identifying noises. That's the first thing of safety, she explained. Not taking any chances, she armed herself with a thirty-eight, and that's when she heard a louder noise. And then something hit that door. Bang! She recounted. A guard says the man was hitting the back door of her porch with a rubber mallet he'd retrieved from a neighbor's barn. The glass shattered and he came inside. With no clothes on! Oh, goody. More, <laughs> more naked rampage. Ray. Why naked, man? <laughs> Why not? I mean... You do realize that's just more of an opportunity for your DNA to be left everywhere, especially if you're a particularly hairy motherfucker. Ugh. Uh, he didn't have no pants on. He was naked, a guard exclaimed. She tried to warn the man that she was armed and even fired a warning shot. But she says the man went on upstairs and started ransacking her home. Since the thirty-eight wasn't doing much to scare him, a guard grabbed another gun, her forty-five revolver. The guard called 911, started giving them the play-by-play -play as she waited for deputies to get there. On the 911 call, you could hear the fear in her voice. And, and the site itself has the full 911 call. I'm just scared, ma'am. Please hurry. Please hurry, she pleads with the dispatcher. Please, please, dear God, Lord have mercy, please. Uh, but she wasn't going to let the burglar know her fear. Good call. She says she told him, I could see you, but you can't see me. And when the man tried to come downstairs... A guard fired again, to which the man asked in surprise, Bitch, are you trying to kill me? A guard replied, Oh, you finally got the message. Yeah? <laughs> I mean... Okay, I'm sorry. This is getting to the point that this is sounding like just... Like a... Like a bad Tyler Perry Medea movie. If that it is, is redundant. It, it, it is. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> but... But the dude eventually. Tyler Perry is reading this article right now and going, "Oh goddamn!" <laughs> <laughs> and that will be in the next Medea movie. Uh, please stop. Just stop. Yeah, but Tyler he... Perry, please, 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 Tyler, <laughs> please, Tyler, just, just stop. Uh, now the man would eventually hide in the upstairs closet, and that's where the authorities ended up finding him when they arrested him, wearing a guard's granddaughter's pants. In, in fairness, at least he covered up. Uh, authorities identified the 20-year-old as Hans Rogers and charged him with a break-in. That's a fucking made-up name. There is no... But I refuse to believe <laughs> there is an actual person on this planet with the name of Hans. Uh, at least... How did they know? Did they just take him at his word because he didn't have his wallet with him? Yeah? <laughs> but who, kno who knows? <laughs> That's a fucking made-up name. 
Oh, it just might be. Hey, hey, Bill. Hi, hi Bill. This is Hans. You know, Hans. <laughs> Larry, what the fuck are you saying? Hans, my name is Hans. You know, we've been friends for years. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. Yeah. Just, oh my God. Oh. Now, now I, I do bring this up, not just for the, the Tyler Perry-esque way this all went down, but as kind of a proof of concept of something I've went on over the years, at least, at least I feel like I have, that, you know, this is an example of responsible gun ownership and, and, and a res, you know, responsible use of a gun. You know, she obviously didn't hurt him. She fired warning shots. You know, and, and I'm pretty sure if he tried to attack her, she would have put a bullet in him. I'm pretty sure. But she didn't immediately shoot a, shoot to kill. Yeah, she made him think she was. But, you know, use the gun. Nobody was hurt. That's fine. And and that is what I, that is what I consider okay. And when it ter- term comes to uh, gun usage. It's just, you know, you're not immediately, you know. She's obviously a very... She's obviously definitely braver than she lets herself. She definitely puts on a brave face, a, a, a good facade on that one. And she knows how to use a weapon. So I, I, I have nothing else to say on that one. Um, but but yeah, go, go, go miss a guard. Go. <laughs> uh, you go, lady. Um, do, you, do you have anything Ray. else? Do you have no. anything else? Okay. Except Hans Rogers, you are a terrible liar, and you can't make up a fake name to save your ass. <laughs> Hans Rogers, Jesus. Yeah, and were you watching Frozen before you decided to take your clothes off and bust into this woman's house? Oh God, the implications! Oh, <laughs> oh. But of course, because of course, that's where my mind goes. Oh. Well, you're the one having the sex podcast, so what do I? I'm not entirely unsurprised. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and our last news story for this week comes to us out of Van Buren, Arkansas. Police in Van, Van Buren. Bu- yep, right there in Arkansas. <laughs> yep. Police in Van Buren, Arkansas, are still scratching their heads over one of the most unusual arrests they said they have made in years. On Thursday night, police received a call from an 18-year-old reporting underage drinking in his home by him. Basically, he, I guess, was intoxicated and called our office and said he was underage and drinking and he wanted to go to jail, Van Buren Buren Police Department Sergeant Jonathan Ware told the local news in a telephone interview. At first, the responding officers were a little confused, he said. They went to make contact, and when they went to, to the house, this guy, he actually came out of his apartment with his hands up. At that time, the officers didn't know it was him who called. They thought it was a neighbor. The officers asked what was going on, and he admitted to calling. The officers wanted to give him a chance, so they said, You know, look, just stay in your apartment and don't drink, and you can go back into your house. But but I guess he wasn't good with that, Ware explained. They actually gave him a chance to go back inside and sober up, but he refused. He said, I really need to go to jail. Ware said that the young man told officers he had been drinking after having a bad day like you do. He said that Van Buren police officers still can't figure out what prompted the young man to self-confess and turn himself in. I, I guess there's a Catholic joke. Yeah. Uh, 
Guilt. The yeah. guilt. Guilt. <laughs> Horrible amounts of guilt. Oh, yeah. There's a little bit of buzz of a buzz around here, Ware said. The officers at the police department are talking about it because it's just so unusual. He was not very high. It wasn't like he was just wasted or anything. It wasn't like he was just wasted or anything. He was not bad at all. The officers told him that in your house, underage drinking is not an issue. But with him refusing to go back in, the officers couldn't leave him wandering around outside, so they arrested him and took him in. The young man was charged with public intoxication, but the mystery behind his self-confession remains. On the ride to the station, there wasn't any real conversation, Ware said. By Arkansas state law, individuals arrested for public intoxication must remain locked up for at least six hours. Ware said the young man was locked up for six hours and then released on a small bond, small in quotes. How small? My guess is when they say small, they probably said, 20 bucks, get out. <laughs> yeah, it was a very strange arrest. Ware declined to provide the teenager's name. Uh, we're not releasing his name, the sergeant said. We don't want to cause him too much trouble. Because it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, god damn. Ugh. See, here's the thing. I know we get all bent out of shape about the police exceeding their authority, but what we tend to forget is they see a lot of weird ass and very painful shit. Oh, yeah. In their line of work. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes, there are assholes who, you know, abuse the authority and rely on the thin blue line to protect them, but sometimes you just got to remember they see weird shit. They see stupid shit. Particularly, they see a lot of really unfair shit. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, and but. again, you know, they're cops are people, and people are complicated creatures. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this kid just, goddamn. It's like, that must be one hell of a guilt complex you got there, Junior. <laughs> yeah, even the Pope is telling him to calm down. Just like, dude, you, you're just drinking in your apartment. Stop it. <laughs> and even the cops are saying, yeah, it's not an issue. Ah, it's goddamn. And 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 the first but person who makes a JoJo reference in the comments, uh, you get a virtual cookie. I don't know. Uh, they get I, nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. Get you get nothing, nothing and like it. You get nothing and like it. <laughs> Oh, so with that, that is going to be it for this week. Kind of a shorter episode, I guess, this week. Um, well, that's one of the things we we're actually we are actually talking about positive shit for a change. So yeah, you know. so that happens. But eh, yeah, sometimes shorter episodes, sometimes longer episodes. Well, as I get a little bit, definitely more back into the swing of things over time, and, and get get my legs back up in a more regular working order. Hopefully there'll be a little bit more balance. Hopefully three of the th all three of us will be on more often than just two of us. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. But you know, think you know, and of course, I actually should note some other things that go on that don't necessarily make it into the news files. That's also a thing on me, but eh, that's me. <laughs> oh, so so with that we'll go ahead and get out of here Aaron if they wanted to find you on the social media where could they find you uh, you can find me on Twitter at shallow15 S-H-A-L-L-O-W-1-5 you can also find me on YouTube youtube.com slash dubious con uh, new episodes of look up on the screen a retrospective of Superman and cinema go up every Monday or at least every Monday for the current we probably may be rescheduling based on my new job once that gets started um, and as always, uh, even though once again, I need to like just set a weekend aside and just update everything on rtgomer.com. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've 
the most I've been posting on there has just been Thespian Talk and, and soon to be the new podcast as well. Uh, yeah, I've really got to redesign it. I've been saying that for a few years and I haven't. I need to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but but at any rate, yes, you can find us both at rtgomer.com. You can find me on the social medias under gomer 21 X. That's on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. If Especially if you like Pokemon stuff, go to my Instagram for that one. Um, YouTube. You can even find Thespian Talk on YouTube as well if, you, if you're the kind who ra- would rather look at the title card while you're listening to a podcast. You just go to YouTube, look up Thespian Talk, and there you are. Um... You can also find me on Facebook at Gomer the Ranting Thespian. And as for this show, you can find it on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as well as the new new podcast, The Junk Drawer, a frank discussion on sex or of sex. I keep forgetting which my brain keeps on swapping those two. But you'll see it. It'll be there. Those will be coming out every other Tuesday. So that'll be all well and good. Um, And... Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to, t- to pimp out or promote, so uh, thank you guys for listening, and until next time, this is Gomer the Ranting Thespian with Aaron Mills, signing off.